0: This is the Bob Olin Show on KDAL. It is indeed the Bob Olin Show at 918 on this 19th of December 2023. And Bob is with us now. Good morning, sir.
1: Well, good morning, Bruce. Uh, happy holidays to you. Very nice to talk with you this morning.
0: Likewise. Happy holidays right back at you, sir. And, and before we I know we're going to talk about holiday gifts, last minute gifts for, for the gardeners out there. But before we get there, Something that I had brought up yesterday, I think, was somebody. I I forget. I made the – no, it was this morning, actually, with Natalie Hepner of Northern News Now. I made the comment last night to someone that I, I, frankly, after last year, don't care if I ever see a snowflake again in my life. Um, You know, I I, I think most people can understand why. That said, I do have an understanding that we kind of need it. We're not getting any right now, Bob, and, and that's not the best thing in the world.
1: Uh, it really isn't in my world at least uh, we'd like uh, like at least a couple inches you know it's amazing because snow is this great great insulator and right now though know, remarkably because we've had this freeze fall effect we haven't really driven a lot of frost in the ground but uh, so we still have an opportunity to get a little bit of snow and uh, we're not going to go back to what we had last year obviously hopefully not now this is the concerning thing, I was going to say the scary thing, it might be a little scary. You know, we have this thing called reversion to the mean, where we come back to the averages. So we don't get any snow in the early part of the season. Watch out for what happens in February and March. because <laughs> We do have a tendency to come back and make up for that, uh, that deficit. But right now, without that snow, snow is the best insulator for protecting plants. So uh, whether it be spring-flowering bulbs, maybe you put some tulips in the ground, maybe you plant some garlic. Uh, that real, real cold temperatures, when we get them, and they will come, if we don't have any snow, it can be very damaging to a lot of uh, bulbs that have been planted, and I've put many of those in the ground myself, both uh, crocus and tulips and garlic, and I'm going to have to get a little bit more insulation on there. So it might be something to put in the back of your mind, along with everything else we got going on coming into the holidays, but I think this year, if you don't have any straw and any number of your pots. You've got strawberry plants out there, let's get some straw on the top, even at this point, if you've got any spring flowering bulbs, let's insulate them one way or another. You can pull leaves on the top or bag leaves, we've talked about that, but uh, this can be very damaging there. And also for uh, tender perennials, if you've got uh, flowering perennial plants, uh, flowers, uh, that might be a little marginal. You know, we push the zones a little bit, things are warming up a little bit, so people are expanding their inventory of plants in their landscape. And there's so many things, you. every zone you're at, in other words, the warmer the zone, the the greater the diversity of uh, new and novel materials that can be put in the ground. But a lot of these in an open year like this uh, can be pretty pretty well uh, damaged if we don't get some snow. So you're absolutely right. We don't, we don't have to uh, have that at 12 inches, but certainly two or three inches, and it's just like the R factor in your walls. Uh, that first inch is the most critical thing. If you can get two, three, that's much more critical. There's the law of diminishing returns in terms of insulating value. But we'd like two, three inches. We'd like a green, a white Christmas. Doesn't look like that's going to happen, though, does it? Bruce? No,
0: it doesn't. Uh, and we've not uh, failed to have a white Christmas around here at least since I believe this said 2006-ish. We've come close a couple of times along the way. I, I vividly remember it would have been uh, Christmas of 2018. We didn't have a lot of snow and the morning after christmas i ran outside to to dig up all my uh, my christmas decorations get them out of the front yard because i had to leave for arizona that day and we were expecting a bunch of snow that night and sure enough we got it while i was gone
1: <laughs> yeah so it's you know it uh, it's kind of classic stuff what they're talking about with uh, uh you know climate change i guess is the term that's used rather than global warming which i guess is occurring but nonetheless this variability, and last year was classic. What did we have, 140-some inches of snow in Duluth? So we have this incredible snowpack, but it came very early, so there's no frost in the ground. And we didn't anticipate this as far as the growing season, but we started off, we had this great gradual snow melt. We didn't have uh, really any flooding to speak of, very minimal. Most of that was going into the ground, and the, the perennial plants as well as our early spring planting were able to pick it up we didn't anticipate that uh, May and June would be the two driest months on record. So these extreme fluctuations, we haven't with our climate had the extreme summer temperatures. You know, our, actually July was cooler for us last year uh, than average. And our, our average daytime temperatures, I happened to pull these figures because I wrote a little article on this. Uh, we were about 74.5 degrees in the month of July for our average daytime highs. We had one day, I guess, or two that were peaked in the 90s, but it was relatively cool so we have not experienced intense warm temperatures unlike other parts of the United States and and world perhaps but uh, we are seeing these these extremes of plenty of moisture and no moisture or instead of this nice steady feed of water so we're actually going to be doing a little bit of work on um, how people can uh, work with their gardens a little bit and supply water on a little bit more consistent basis and that will help uh, growing. But that goes back to your original comments about frost being driven into the ground. Obviously people are living rurally, they know that they've got septics and so forth and uh last couple of years no problem getting lines frozen up. But uh I think this might be the year where uh, a good couple of bales of straw would be real beneficial because uh if we get these uh, 0, 20-degree temp- below zero temperatures, which can hit any day, of course, it's surprising how cold it's been the last couple nights. But we warm up, and we haven't really driven a lot of frost in the ground, but it certainly can happen. So insulating uh, tender plant material is probably going to be a real good idea here Bruce. Uh,
0: Bob, before we get to holiday gift ideas for the gardener and your family, the last-minute ideas, why don't we run a timeout here, we get some news in, and... Sure. We will come back and do that in just a moment. How's that sound?
1: That sounds fine with me, for
0: sure. All right, let's do that. Let's do that. 925 is our time. More with Bob coming up. you have any questions? 218-722-0839. Call or text 218-722-0839. It's 925 at KDAL. Uh, Bob, we are less than a week away from, from the big day Christmas, and let's be honest not everybody's like me and has their shopping done in fact most years i'm not like me and have my shopping done a week ahead of time so for those that don't have their shopping done and that are looking for that last minute gift for maybe the gardener and their family what, what kind of ideas can you offer up here
1: okay boy that's a good question you're all done congratulations uh, yeah and thank maybe- you <laughs> i got the last thing <laughs> ordered last
0: night it's going to get shipped and uh and where it needs to be just in time for for monday
1: uh fantastic fantastic and you know it's kind of interesting because we do have a lot of um, a lot of things that are available and still probably can get them uh off the internet uh the internet the way things are going there we've talked about a couple of these things but pinch really comes to shove let me remind you you probably have got a gardener in the family it is the number one hobby now I'd heard that before, and I took a look at some surveys, and, and frankly, in North America, uh, it is the number one quote-unquote hobby out there. Everyone's got a, whether it's indoor plants or whether it's a uh, a hanging basket or whether it's a container out on the deck, uh, there's a whole lot of gardeners out there, and that provides, uh, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of reasons for this. Part of it, I think, is our agrarian background. We come from a farming Uh, portion of the Midwest here where uh, that's always been a part of it some of it's been I think of our good friends on the range and I know we go up into the hibbing area pretty darn strong because they picked you up there once they're on the range uh Bruce and uh a lot of gardeners there were come from the family tradition where it was just a food supply sustaining themselves over the years so it became really a part of uh part of their family traditions so lots of gardeners out there lots of ideas if you really get that desperate we can go that gift certificate route and i would say to people that uh, just about everyone's going to buy a tomato plant or two go to some of the local greenhouses we've got any number of them and they'll write you gift certificates and that's something unlike a gift card you you, you know that's going to be quite specific very thoughtful for the gardener and um You can do it that way. One of our, one of a couple of our sponsors actually are have greenhouse operation. They'd be very happy to write you a gift certificate. I think of the uh, Garden Green product that the Western Lake Superior Sanitary District has. Uh, You know, it's bag compost. People say, you're gonna give someone, well, you're not gonna give them the bag, you're gonna give them a certificate for some of the bag product. Uh, Everyone can always use a little bit of that compost, whether you put it on the soil surface where it serves the purpose of a mulch or you work it in where it's a soil amendment. It always has value, and uh, our soils are low in organic. This is something that uh, the gardener will appreciate in the spring of the year. These are things that are we know are going to be used, both to give certificates to a greenhouse as well as uh, uh, maybe a certificate for garden uh, green or one of the compost products out there. Those are a couple things that come to mind. The bookshelves are loaded. Go into a bookstore. There's their uh, gardening. Uh, Whoever is the gardener in your family, uh, everything from container gardening to uh, Ah, uh, beautiful ornamentals to the you know first steps in vegetable gardening. There are, are just a ton of uh, book references. So these are just some of the real last-minute things. Uh, don't overlook the fact that if you're out to holiday parties, I'm a big advocate of giving just some, even if it's some of these inexpensive potted plants. The potted poinsettias. We've talked a little bit about Thanksgiving cactus, Christmas cactus. Um, there's just a, a, an incredible assortment of a relatively inexpensive plants out there. Now I've warned people about this. Even if it warms up and you say it's nice warm sunny day, it may happen today, nice sunshine out there. But um, don't be fooled by the the fact that these are our frost-sensitive plants make sure wherever you buy it that you get a double bag for that trip from the store to the car because they well, it's just uh, 100 yards or something to the car. No, you can freeze them down. You may not see it uh, right away, but uh, that plant is very sensitive. Things like poinsettias, Christmas cactus, and so forth are going to be vulnerable. Let's get them wrapped up with a good pillow pack of air on the outside. But certainly, uh, they don't have to be expensive. My favorites, and we could touch a little bit on some of these in a little more detail. 'Cause you can give folks just a little bit of instruction that goes along with it. The Amaryllis is great, all you do is add water, get a beautiful bloom. Uh the Christmas cacti and Thanksgiving giving cacti, these can actually become family heirlooms. Uh I've got uh, Christmas cacti that part of the family for maybe fifty years now, and those plants still look great and they've taken a little bit of abuse, several moves and One got chopped down by deer when I mistakenly put it outside a little early and wasn't aware I had a deer issue, but uh, they love those. You have to be a little careful. Came back from the roots. Looks beautiful right now. So there's kind of a, it can be a 50-year tradition. Uh, The uh, Christmas cacti and the uh, Thanksgiving cacti, Easter cacti, all very nice, bloom at slightly different times. Great for low-light situations. You've got northern windows or northern exposure on your house. Not a lot of light. These plants don't like a lot of light, so they really, they'll grow slowly, but they maintain themselves. They're almost foolproof, and, and they will, uh, can be kept for years and years. They like to be root-bound, so you don't have to do a lot of transplanting. And in contrast with that, with the poinsettias, we have some fun with the poinsettias. Those, could, those you also could set out after the frost. Uh, those go on the sunny southern side of the house. They like it hot and warm. Their native range, of course, was down in northern Mexico, some in southern California. And uh, they they can be plants that can be just a lot of fun because when the danger of frost is gone, you just bring it outside, you let it grow, you get a nice, lush, a lot of green uh, foliage, and most of that's going to be leaf tissue out there. Then you have the fun challenge of getting those uh, green leaves to turn red for you, and that can be done. So there's a lot of fun things you can do with the kids there. got to watch the light levels coming in. And we've talked a little bit about that, but these are plants that um, whoever you give them to, with a little bit of care and instruction, will go on and be gifts that keep on giving uh, for, uh, in many cases, for years and years. And they're all kind of fun, and, and uh, there's no calories associated with them. No one's going to have to. If they're on a, if they're on a carbohydrate-free diet or what they call a keto diet, there's no, no problem. Everyone's going to appreciate uh, some of these plants. So. Uh, they're relatively inexpensive, and uh, whether you're going to give them as gifts or whether you're going to just uh, give them to the neighbor or a shut-in, it is that season where you're going to feel real good about bringing uh, a lovely green plant to someone that maybe uh, it no longer can easily get outside of their home or in an assisted living facilities, or all things that they're going to appreciate. And I'll tell you, you're going to the, the gift is really to the giver because uh, you get that extreme joy. Uh, knowing that you're bringing uh, some light and vitality in someone's life. So lots of really great things. We're just talking the last-minute things now. And there are some other ideas out there. If you're going to buy tools, we've got uh, some great name bread tools Buy quality. Even if you buy a, a rake or a hole, if you really shop for quality, uh, we can find quality even at local retailers. And uh, that, a gardener will understand and, uh, and appreciate a quality tool, quality pruners, uh, these are things that can be picked up, but uh, shoot for the quality, and then it means uh, more. It's more meaningful for the recipient the fact that you shopped a little bit, and the fact that these are tools that are going to last in many cases a lifetime. I've got some tools that are probably 30 or 40 years ago. They go way back to my grandfather's farm. They were back then. You know, everything was heavier. The wood was heavier. <laughs> the steel was heavier, but they last a lot longer. So. We've got some cheaper imitations now in this day and age, plastic handles. I stay away from all that new stuff, and I still buy uh, quality tools with the idea that they're going to last a long time for you. So lots of really uh, fun options, last-minute options for people that are going to brighten – uh, their day bruce
0: uh bob i uh, got a text that's coming. in you can call or text 218-722-0839 hi bob my brother and his wife started gardening this past year and have talked about beginning a vegetable garden this spring any recommendations on a book for beginning gardeners that i can get them for the holidays
1: Uh take a really good uh good question a couple of thoughts there are a number of them out there they're looking at vegetable gardens um There isn't one that really jumps into my mind at this particular point, but uh, I would suggest a couple of things. Is there a gardening uh, for dummies book, Bob? (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm sure there is. (laughs) What you want to do is you want to kind of localize it, and uh, here's a couple thoughts for you. Uh, St. Louis County Extension Service does print and publish. I happen to write it, uh, a recommended variety list uh, that's multiple pages long, gives you lots of sources, for a, a, a beginning gardener varieties, because we are so far north, is really critical. There's a print mailing charge on that. I think it's about $5 or something like that, but they'll be happy to mail that out to you. And uh, there's a fruit variety list. There's a, a vegetable variety list that will also include a good updated list of all of the uh, uh, sources of for a lot of this seed. So variety selection is really important, so there would be a good reference and uh, there also are some, um, some references there from some of our previous educational events that uh, contained a lot of good uh, material, including one from last year's event. I hope that's still in print. That's uh, probably, a, these are all about 100 pages in length, and they co- they, they're about $15 or something like that. But you can call the St. Louis County Extension Office, 218 733 2870 and ask about some of the more recent uh, variety lists as well as publications that I think would be useful, and they're very localized. The risk that we run with some of these uh, just general books and publications is, uh, you know, they may not be uh, localized for this far north, even if they're written for Minnesota. So uh, get some of the localized materials, and there's a a few thoughts and ideas for folks.
0: Uh, Bob, let's run one more time out here, and we'll come back and get some final thoughts for you heading into the holiday. How's that sound?
1: That sounds great to me, Bruce. All right,
0: Bob Olin and the Bob Olin Show at 938 at KDAL. 9.45 at KDAL. As we got a few minutes left here with Bob. Uh, Bob, any final thoughts as we approach the big holiday here?
1: Well, uh, again, we had some good questions. You know, I had a couple of real quick things. I mentioned uh, buying living plants for people. You know, they're they're typically in foil wrap. Uh, the, the biggest problem we can have with some of these people over water You've got to have drainage in the bottom. So if you're going to give that away, let's open up that foil wrap. Let's puncture that uh, wrap at the bottom so that the water drains out. That's something I failed to mention. I did mention be careful uh, moving them around in these cold uh, temperatures. Make sure there's a plastic bag or two or two over the top. And then the other thought I had that's very inexpensive that I'm always going through. There are so many gloves out there. They're very color- colorful. Now, they're not expensive, but these are things I guarantee people are going to use. They're Waterproof gloves. There certainly are uh, a leather gloves if you're doing any heavy work. So there's these are just little things. Maybe the stuff is the stocking stuffers that people will really use because you're always wearing them out. You're always losing them, and they're something that a gardener will uh, will always use. So there are uh, any number of things that that can be purchased. Um, this is a very very healthy activity. As a matter of fact, I'm working with uh, one group of our master gardeners in the Ely area on something called a walk to wellness or that I've called a walk to wellness where um, we're actually putting in a nature trail and a lot of different stops with uh, the opportunity to look at the vegetable gardens, looking at herbs. That's another thing, Uh, you know, I'm thinking again, a lot some of those less expensive types of things, potted herbs are really uh very, very useful for people that are starting to cook, so we got a bunch of number of people that realize that whole food's very important, and uh getting away from some of the processed food, your health is very important and uh just a nice collection of uh kitchen herbs that are potted up. These are available too, and would make a real interesting and nice gift. So many different things uh this is a great hobby it's very healthy. You can produce some of your own edibles. Uh, if you're careful you can help with the food family budget as well. Now you you know, that's the type of thing that uh can get away from you. You spend more than what you actually get out at the other end. But uh certainly uh that's very useful, particularly if you consider uh canning and, and doing some other things along with that. Uh there are dehydrators out there, there are pressure canners out there, people that think people these are gifts that people wouldn't think about, but they're certainly on the shelves and other things that can enhance uh, the value of a vegetable garden in particular, and uh, people don't think about buying, and it would be just nice for the uh, certainly for the holiday season. Lots of great ideas out there. I think it's just about celebrating the season, uh, so many of these things. we got the longest day of the year coming up here on Thursday. That's the winter solstice. And then uh, things start turning around, and that's what we're all kind of uh, looking forward to, uh, a little more day length. It's going to be easier for the plants. It's going to be easier for all of us psychologically, I think, to have uh, the days getting longer instead of continually start shorter. That's this Thursday. So this is actually uh, the, the last of our uh, our winter session Then we're going to be moving into uh, days that are getting longer. We can switch our thought processes around a little bit. Coming this Thursday, that's at 927. I happen to look that up. And from that point on, uh, Bruce, uh, things are looking better, and we'll be looking forward to the spring uh, planting season
0: yeah i'm looking forward to that first we get towards the end of january you get that first sunset that's closer to 5 p.m and you actually have daylight at five yeah that won't be yeah. a bad thing
1: <laughs> that will that will not be a bad thing but the gardening is a hobby is a real joyous uh, type of thing and i think uh, there are so many different uh, gift ideas encourage everyone it's amazing in my own personal experience my health improves just dramatically by uh all the physical activity that comes from it and uh you know, cholesterol levels go down, A1C goes down, all those things that people are uh, a little bit concerned about today, particularly as you age. Uh, it's remarkable how a beneficial a guiding hobby can be, let alone all the psychological benefits. Yep. So. I think that uh, there's something for everyone. I know Bruce, you've got uh, containers that you grow in, and you've you've done some of that yourself. Oh yeah, you? it,
0: it's good for your physical health. You're you're getting out in, in nature and, and and getting some sunshine. It's good for the mental health as well, and and that that part's really important for a lot of people
1: too. Yeah, it really is, uh, particularly this time of year. So this is where maybe some green plants and holiday plants can be. Uh, Extremely helpful. Get you through these next couple of days, and then we're on our way to days getting longer and uh, and spring planting season coming up. So, lots of options coming up, and lots of inexpensive and thoughtful things. You know, I think uh, more and more uh, some of these things are not that expensive, and just the fact that uh, you're you're thinking about uh, friends, relatives, uh, neighbors, uh, this sense of community that's part of mental health. I was I took a little look. You know, we got a lot of folks with the finish ethnic background and the Finns are the happiest people in the world one reason that they're happy they're they're just tied into nature that's a big part of their existence Uh, big-time gardening outdoor activities and then this uh, sense of community so we can maybe take a little look at uh, some of their lifestyle and issues that that they've got in that particular society very adaptable for us uh, this far north in particular uh we can get out. We've got a green green communities everywhere. City of Duluth, uh, Superior, lots of green open spaces. We're very fortunate that way. And then uh you mentioned again this uh the mental health aspect. I think the the sense of community, the the sense of giving that goes with the season. I think you could take a hundred dollars and spread it out for twenty people and bring uh, twenty people some uh, bring some light into their homes with inexpensive uh gift plants. I think that would be really nice. And I'll have to make a note of that to myself here because I've got a few folks that I know are shut in that would really appreciate that. So lots of opportunities for all of us. Uh, Basically, the last uh, program we're going to be doing prior to the Christmas holiday here. So we want to wish certainly everyone a a joyous holiday season, whatever your tradition is. And then uh, we'll be looking forward uh, to being back with you again after the, uh, the holiday weekend here.
0: All right. Bob, thank you so much. Have a great Christmas for you and yours, and uh, you and I will chat soon. You'll have Tom here next week on Tuesday at 9 o'clock.
1: Lots of fun. The best to you as well, Bruce. It's always fun. Take care. All right,
0: you take care. Bob Olin, the Bob Olin Show every Tuesday. Thanks to Dan's Feed Bin and Matilda's Dog Bakery.